Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, March 10th, 2023. Our bit today comes from 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, which says, Beloved, think not it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. And then it was Friday with a lot of us shouting, TGIF, thank God it's Friday and the weekend is here at last. But that was earlier this morning when the roads were all clear and dry. I wonder though how many of us will exhale the same sentiment now that the snow's been falling for a couple of hours and it's another winter wonderland out there. One that will surely make the evening commute chaotic. And it's still coming down too, pretty heavily, yes. It seems determined to leave us something to talk about. And it also seems like snow on a Friday is becoming a habit in this last part of the winter season. And unfortunate as that might be, it's all a part of living in the northern climes. And we just have to grin and bear it, get on with shoveling the stuff and say, thank you, Lord, for life and health and strength to endure it. Remember, friends, with the Holy Spirit of Jesus dwelling within us, nothing is impossible. We just have to put our minds to it. And I believe we have just the right story today that delightfully broaches the subject. It comes from our one-year book of Bible promises with writings by Ruth Harms Colking, and it's aptly titled Fiery Trials. So please read with me. God is teaching me incredible lessons regarding growth. I see with undeniable evidence that growth means pruning, and pruning means pain. I confess I'm actually a coward about pain. I certainly never pray for it. I don't anticipate or look for it. I do only one thing. I ask God to steady me, since the Bible so clearly states that trials are a part of our life walk with Him. In all honesty, I would prefer to escape the testing. I don't like the pain of emotional trauma, which can be so overwhelming and baffling. I don't like the deep cutting pain that goes on and on without relief. The pain of loneliness frightens me. The pain of losing someone dear to me grieves me. Nevertheless, I am praying for an open heart. I can't begin to contemplate what fiery ordeals God may choose for my testing and growth. But I do long for my yieldedness to prove my willingness to be conformed to the image of his dear son. (laughs) Mama, mama, my people. No, that can surely be the cry, the mantra of every Christian, of every soul that's ever come to Christ in humble sincerity. For none of us likes pain or trials or testing that brings tough times, even sickness and sometimes death. 
But in God's kingdom, it is necessary to go through some tough times that we might grow in the image of his son, Jesus Christ. And why is that, you ask? Because the scripture says, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And we know that comes from Romans 8, 29. Yes, my people, God's number one plan is that all who come to him be remade in the image of Christ, who is the only perfect being in the universe. And no, we will never be perfect like him, but the idea is to become as close to his perfection as humanly possible. That means we need to grow spiritually, and we can only grow when we go through tough times and hard tests. That's just the reality of life. Living on the mountaintop doesn't really teach us anything. But when we are down in the valley, that's where we learn and grow through the rough and tough times found down there. And sadly, Jesus spelled it out for us in clear language when he stated, I am the true or genuine vine, and my father is the husbandman or vine dresser. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth or prunes it, that it may bring forth more fruit. And that comes from John 15, 1 to 2. Wow! And we all know the benefits of pruning that's cutting off today to make better tomorrow. And indeed, the father prunes the children so they may bear more and better fruit. It's just another fact of life. And our earthly fathers do it to us too, and we don't complain, especially when some of them say to us, it's either my way or the highway. But you know what? We tend to get antsy with our Heavenly Father when He desires to test and prune us so that we can become closer replicas of Christ Jesus. Consequently, Paul later wrote to the Roman church these encouraging but tough-talking words that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Sorry, friends, I, I messed up that there. The tough and talking words started as, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that comes from Romans 12 too. Now, friends, that verse is one of the most important scriptures in the entire Bible. And why is that? because it points out to us the battlefield where all the actions of life are controlled. Yes, that's in the mind. The mind is the battlefield of our lives. Both the Holy Spirit and the devil fight for supremacy in our souls through our minds, through our thoughts that either lead to good or bad decisions and actions. That's why it's ever so important to fill our minds with the scriptures so that we can fight the deceitful lies and schemes of Satan as he fights to have us come over 
to his dark and evil kingdom? And when our minds are flooded with the scriptures, we can then appreciate, though not necessarily like this promise of Peter, on which our story was based today, where he says, Beloved, think not it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as, or to the extent that ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached or insulted for the name of Christ, happy or blessed are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God rested on you, and on their part he is evil spoken of or blasphemed, but on your part he is glorified, yes. And that comes from 1 Peter 4, 12-13. Our friends, I know those are hard scriptures to accept, but we just have to grin and bear them, as we said earlier on, because it is the will of God that we go through some tough times to make us tough people. And please remember that Christianity was never designed for cowards, but for people with plenty belly and backbone like Jesus possessed. Now, let's go to God through a Friday chant, asking for wisdom and strength to handle all the problems that are currently coming against us. As one strong voice, Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the confusion and anxiety caused by the pandemic and our many other serious problems? We can't fix them on our own, Lord. So we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly without further serious setbacks. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to return backsliders to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please, please introduce a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the bubbling discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, friends, if we want the Father to do all that we've asked, we now have got to do all that we've promised. Much love. And the postscript for today says, tough times don't last, but tough people do. 
And that's the gospel truth. Tough times go away. They turn into good times. But the people who withstand them, they stay tough and then come to enjoy the tough times, the good times rather. That's what's happening when you're down in the valley and you endure that. Gradually you move up to the mountaintop. And that's what we are praying for today, that we all of us stay tough, live for Christ. And we pray it in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.